Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then you've come to the right place. You're listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast, presented by The Quantify Group, the podcast that covers all aspects of running the financial side of your business. And now, your hosts, longtime CPAs, Dave Ashworth and Alex Steinberg. Welcome to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. I'm your host today, Dave Ashworth. I'm going to be doing this one solo today. My business partner, Alex, is, is out for a couple days, so I'm going to be doing this podcast by myself. But we have a really important topic and I think some really good information that we wanted to share with you guys. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the idea of change or adapt or kind of be left behind. There's so many things that are changing in the world. It seems like things change almost every single day. At times, it feels a little bit overwhelming to try to just keep up with everything that's going on. And, you know, as a business owner, what decisions we need to make to keep up and, and do different things. And, and it can, like I said, it can become pretty overwhelming. However, when there is change, there's always opportunities. And so that's what we want to talk about today is just the idea of adapting, making these changes and different things that we could be doing in our businesses uh, to help us not only kind of survive this time, but come out of it even stronger than ever. And, you know, adapting to the, the ever changing world could mean a business that's thriving or not adapting could mean that you potentially have to shut things down for good. So it's a really important topic, and we've identified seven different things that you could potentially look to do so that your business is comes out of this stronger than ever, uh, and you can really be thriving. So let's dive right in. The first one is the idea of remote solutions. I would say over the past kind of three to five years, the whole idea of outsourcing has become um, more popular. People are outsourcing all sorts of pieces of their business such as HR, sales, marketing, obviously accounting, IT is another one. It's just become more popular. And I think that through this whole pandemic, it has really accelerated the curve. People have started to look for other solutions that um, might be a better fit for their business. Maybe they don't need somebody full-time, but they need a, a certain level of expertise in their business for a certain role. So they've been looking to potentially remote solutions and, and outsourcing pieces of their business. And there's tons of advantages to this. I'm not going to get into that uh, in this one. Uh, we've definitely talked about that in, in previous posts. But there's a ton of advantages to, to outsourcing. You get, you know, in the most basic terms, you get a, a higher level of expertise at a lower cost because it's not somebody that's full-time. Uh, there's no benefits, there's no taxes, there's no, there's a bunch of different things that you can cut costs, but still get the level of expertise that you need. And so I think it's time for business owners, and maybe it's not a fit for everybody, but I think business owners are, are really looking at this as a viable option. And, and if you haven't done that as a business owner yet, I would consider you to, to at least take a look at it. Talk to some people um, about different functions in your business and talk to some people that provide these type of solutions and just get an idea of what that looks like and see if that might be a good fit. So that's the first one is this remote solutions or, or outsourcing pieces of your business 
They're kind of synonymous terms. So that's the first one. The next one is is a really popular one. I know we've talked about this some recently, but everybody is is talking about this and a lot of people are doing it. And it's the idea of working from home. Um, I think that that's something that was also slowly gaining popularity over the past couple of years. And uh, now it's just exploded with people being forced to work from home, basically. I think the positive is that um, many business owners have realized that business can, in many ways, continue as usual with, with people working from home. Maybe situations or people that they thought just wouldn't work. Uh, they were forced into it, and it has worked. And look, I understand that for certain businesses, for certain industries, it's simply not going to be an option. You know, a, a manufacturing company who needs to build product or um, a construction company that's out on a job, they obviously can't work from home. It doesn't make sense. But for a lot of businesses, service-type companies, this is a viable option, and they've seen that work. And so I would encourage people, you know, if it's something that you can do, as people start to head back to the office, you can continue to allow people to work from home. In the right situation, there can be a lot of advantages to that. Um, one big one is just cutting cost, and that could push more to your bottom line. So that's something that I think has kind of been forced on us, but I think there's been a lot of positives to that. And so I would encourage people to, you know, as things open back up, not just quickly jump to getting everybody back in the office because there are some advantages potentially keeping people working from home so that's the second one the third one is this idea of going paperless i'm a firm believer that you know embracing the cloud and going if you can go completely paperless you can just have a much more efficient workflow Um, being able to access documents anywhere seamlessly share information with your team work work with clients without the use of paper just really good collaboration there I just feel like there's so many advantages to, to going com- completely paperless. And if you can do it, I, I understand, you know, similar to the working from home, there are certain businesses that, that maybe can't. Um, I also understand that for for some businesses that maybe have been using paper for a long time, that this is going to be a huge undertaking. And if you're going to do it, you need to completely commit to it. You can't just do a part of it because then you're going to cause more problems. But if you can do it, you can completely commit to it. I do think uh, utilizing the cloud and going completely paperless uh, is, is a really positive thing. It'll just streamline processes, and like I said, it'll just increase collaborative efforts uh, between your team and your clients. So that's the third one, going paperless. The next one is just being prepared as a business owner uh, to scale up or scale down your business. And do you have processes in place to do both of those things? Now, I know this is not going to be perfect. You you can't have things in place to, to do that perfectly. But at a minimum, you should be having conversations for those. And, and I'll kind of explain why. So the scale upside, let's say an opportunity comes across your, desks where, your desk where maybe you can double the size of your business overnight through a merger or through something else. You need, are you prepared for that? Do you have the capacity to do that? And you probably don't, but do you have a plan in place? So the idea is to just kind of think through that. Think about some processes that you can scale um, easily. And if, and if there's certain pieces of your business that aren't scalable, then you should look to change those and potentially put, put things in place that you can scale. And the same goes on the other side. 
Most people don't think about scaling down their business, but that's a real thing as well. I mean, look at look at what has happened through this whole pandemic. People have been forced to scale down their business. And unfortunately, you know, obviously it's very been very unfortunate for a lot of business owners, but I feel like the ones that had plans in place that as they scale down, maybe they can scale back on certain services or, or cut back on certain employees' times or have processes in place that they can automate more. The businesses that can do this more seamlessly um, ha- have done a lot better through this time. And, and like I said, this is not going to be perfect. This is going. This is difficult. Um, some businesses are able to scale up and down very easily, and some don't. Um, and if you're one of the ones that maybe sh- will struggle with this, that's okay. I would just encourage you to at least think through what that looks like. Think through if, if tomorrow we had an opportunity to double our business, what that looks like. If tomorrow we had to cut our business in half, what does that look like? And do we have some processes in place that can make that as easy as possible? So that's number three. Uh, sorry, that's number four. Just this whole de- whole idea of scaling up or scaling down your business. Um, the next one, number five, is documentation of processes. And this is a big deal, especially now where People have had to maybe be laid off. Maybe you had to hire somebody with a little less expertise to cut some costs. Uh, Having processes that are documented makes handing those things off seamless. You you never know when when someone is going to leave your business. You never know when you have to hand it off. You know, if you consider going to a remote solution, you can hand off, you can show the, the processes and procedures that are documented, and then you can have things up and running very quickly. You know, just some examples of things that you should have documented are your sales process, marketing, human resources, IT, obviously accounting, internal controls. Those are just just to name a few. But you should have a, a good idea of what that looks like. Not only would help if, if something changes, but the, going back to the, my previous point of scaling up or scaling down, having all of that documented um, really makes that uh, much more efficient, um, you know. And, and it can be really detrimental to your business if something happens and you don't have things documented, and maybe it takes a while to get a certain piece of it back up and running. Certain processes maybe fall through the cracks. That can be really detrimental to your business, and so you don't want to you don't want to let that happen. So that is number five: just documenting processes. The last two are, to me, probably the two most important ones. And this is something that I've had a lot of conversations around recently. The first one is, which is number six on our list, is identifying new opportunities. As I mentioned before, um, when there's change, when there's big change, there's always new opportunities that come out of that. And certain businesses and certain business owners are going to have a much easier time identifying these things. But I am a believer that every business through this entire process is presented with new opportunities. And and as a business owner, it's our duty to go and find them. And so I think as we're, as you're looking at the new landscape, as, as so many things have changed, where are the opportunities for your business to grow? And these might not be answers that you want to hear. In fact, for some businesses, 
it might turn things completely upside down. You might have to make a complete shift in the services you're offering or the, or the products you're selling because everything has changed. And I, and I don't think, you know, I think things will get back to some level of normalcy, but I also think that a lot of things have changed forever. And so making adjustments in our business, I think it's naive to think that we can just continue on business as usual and be okay. I think we have to be willing to make changes. We have to be willing to do things different. Um, and so that's the first thing is, is identifying these opportunities because they are out there. And then number seven, the last one, which is um, the second step to this, is you know first we identify the opportunity. That's step one. The next is to have the courage and the willingness to make changes in our business to capture these opportunities for ourselves. You know, a, a lot of people have really good ideas. Uh, they can identify opportunities. But I really feel like very few are good at executing them. And I feel like that's in all facets of life. You know, a lot of people have, have really good knowledge about things. But it's the people that can then take that, put a plan in place, and then execute those are the ones that are going to uh, achieve their goals and, and get to the level of success that, that they're looking for. And so I think that those two are a big deal, um, identifying the opportunities and then willingness to change. And like I said, for some businesses, it's very, very simple, very simple in this time of what they need to be doing. Maybe there's some businesses that are kind of business as usual, and it's a couple small tweaks just to do a better job for their clients or offer a little better service or product to their customers. And then for some businesses, maybe they've taken a huge hit and they need to change things. There's still an opportunity there for them. Uh, they just need to go out and find it and be willing to execute on that. So those are the seven things that we've identified that in this kind of um, just this all this change that we've gone through in the world and in the market, you know, these are some things that as a business you can be looking at to make changes and like I said, to put your business in a position to thrive, not just survive. And that's a big deal. And so I'll recap really quickly here. The first one is remote solutions or, or outsourcing pieces of your business. The second one is working from home and, and what that looks like for your business into the future. This idea of three is the idea of going paperless, embracing the cloud. Number four is having a plan to scale up or scale down your business. Number five is documenting your processes. Number six, identifying new opportunities. And number seven, most important one, which really sets people apart, is your willingness to change and to have the courage to do that. So, man, we are, we are certainly living in a crazy time. It feels like things change drastically every single day there's something new it seems like every single day and with that change comes new opportunity so my question to you is just something to think about over the next week is where are the opportunities in your business what things are you doing in your business to make sure that you come out of this stronger and better than ever and not just in survival mode so i hope this was helpful i hope that at a minimum it got you thinking about some things if you ever want to chat, I love talking about this stuff. Just have a chat. Feel free to reach out to me anytime on LinkedIn or um, Facebook or shoot me an email or text, whatever. 
Uh, I think this is a really important topic and I love having these type of conversations and kind of thinking about things and, and where new opportunities are. If you're having trouble identifying opportunities, I'd love to have a conversation about that as well. But we appreciate you following along with us here and following our content. We post new videos. We post a new podcast every week, new articles every week on LinkedIn and Facebook. And the whole goal of these is to hopefully just provide value to our community. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We appreciate it. And we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on LinkedIn at The Quantify Group for more awesome content related to running the financial side of your business. We'll talk to you in the next one.